You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 123. Thomas Miller here, back okay. Yeah, I'll tell you more about that in just a few minutes. I'm all right. In fact, when you hear about it, you'll know that I invited it. I've got a bear story for you. But first, I wanted to tell you about a new redesigned subconsciousmindmastery.com website. Would you go take a look and see what you think? And would you hit the comment tab up there in the menu item? And would you send me a note and let me know what you think? So this was a manifesting thing. This was just like Eureka Springs carryover. In fact, it was in the backwash of the week after Eureka Springs. Did you listen to those podcasts, 121 and 122? If you didn't, certainly please do. But you remember the story where Rhonda wanted to get the notebook she wanted me to bring my journal, so she saw the little half-size moleskin soft-cover journal that I use, so she wanted to get a similar size. She had searched the day before the horseback riding, found one, put it in her cart in Amazon, didn't buy it, went to the horse barn, and found a notebook laying on the floor. Just a direct answer to an intention set, right? Well, I'm focusing 100% right now on the podcast and just the whole scheme of web business of how I can extend this out. And obviously, in order to do that, you have to have websites. And I've been a website hack. I mean, I could get on WordPress and figure something out, but not really great. And then I see all these really cool-looking websites, and I think, man, that, you know, they're just, it couldn't be that difficult to pop these things up especially nowadays when you have all this drag-and-drop stuff. So I searched around. So in essence, the parallel to Rhonda's story is I had selected that I wanted to find a drag-and-drop website editor, and I had put it in my Amazon cart. I just didn't know what the name of it was yet. That is, until last week. I was searching around for this drag-and-drop editor, and I found one that is absolutely amazing, and even a dummy like me can understand it. Just about like that notebook lying on the barn floor, I was off and running doing websites. Built one off on the side just because it was sitting there and I used it to practice, got pretty good at it, and decided to turn my sights on subconsciousmindmastery.com. Now, that was a bigger chore because obviously there's four years of stuff on there that had to come over. I switched themes and everything. I mean, it really just built it up again. So I would love for you to go to the new website and just let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts. If you don't like it, please tell me how it would land better for you. What would you like to see on there? And that would be very helpful. I had originally set this up after a, following a template from somebody else who was just doing podcasts at that time, and then his business grew, and you have to adjust the website to grow with the business. And one of the things that was frustrating was that I didn't feel like I could communicate with you that well through the web presence because it was just uh, podcast posts. That was it. Well, now we have a means to do that. And down at the bottom of the homepage is a blog. And I'm going to be writing at least, you know, once a week, if not maybe a couple of times a week. So that will give you something interesting to uh, check in on and see kind of what's going on. That'll be the latest and greatest in between the podcasts. Now, one of those blog stories is on there now, as at least as of right now, that uh, there was a little encounter with a bear. Well, not really an encounter. It was invited. Okay, I asked for it. <laughs> and I tell you this simply because I want to encourage you that this stuff works. 
You know, all the way through, as I've told so many times in this in this series, that I wanted to find something in the universe on the spiritual side that was consistent as the physical laws of the universe, mentioned by Warner von Braun, one of the early pioneers of the space program, who talked about the physics of rocket science, that they can shoot a rocket off, send it to the moon, land it at a precise spot, bring it back to the Earth, land it in a precise spot. Now, we don't do that anymore today, obviously, but back in the 60s and 70s, that was a pretty big deal. In fact, that was a super huge deal. Well, it just only made sense that the spiritual laws of the universe should be just as precise. That if we follow a certain set of principles, then things should turn out according to those principles. And of course, you can Google, there are a different number of different uh, takes on this, but seven laws of the universe. There's one that I think that says 11 laws of the universe, and there are more expanded. But basically the seven, the laws of vibration, the law of polarity, the law of gestation, all the stuff that we've talked about before. I can tell you as a really tough case that was on the far other side of this, that as I have started to put those things in practice and now teach others, and now show others, it works. Plain and simple, it works. But life is not a one-and-done kind of process. As long as you are a human, as long as you are fogging a mirror, as long as you are walking on earth, there will always be the process of peeling an onion. I mean, that's why we came here. That's what the whole gig is about. Most people are not even conscious to that. And that's what I'm trying to do is my little part to help wake people up. Because if you get conscious to this, then you can shift the way that you do life. You can shift the way that you think. You can get out of the conscious mind into the intuitive mind, and life will lead you on the course that you are supposed to be. Something came to mind yesterday, in fact, just yesterday, as I was answering a comment here on the Subconscious Mind Mastery website, in fact. And see, this is how you follow this stuff. So I'm in the, in the space. I'm in just the consciousness of responding to this person's comment. And a Bible verse came to mind. Now, see, that was the intuitive mind. That was the still, small voice inside. This is what I've been helping people in the coaching program get in touch with and listen to and not filter through the conscious mind. So this little, still, small voice just triggered the Bible verses, you know them probably, you've heard them, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. They say, trust in the Lord with all your might, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Now, let's pick that apart for a second. First of all, when you're talking about God, when you're talking about higher source, you are talking about the ultimate infinite. And we, as humans, have to put that ultimate infinite into a container that we can understand. So we give the attribute he to God. And then, in order to construct that image into something that we can acknowledge and worship and admire, we have to create Lord. Now, these verses were written by Solomon. In Jewish history, Solomon was King David's son and became king of Israel after David died. And Solomon, through setting a direct intention, if you want to take it that way, became the wisest man in the world of his time because he intended it. He asked, and God granted him that, according to the story. So if you want to read his wisdom, you would read Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Solomon in the Old Testament. 
But the whole Abrahamic writings from the very beginning talk about God, ultimate source, highest power, the universe, as both Lord and as He. Okay, so we can get our minds around that, right? That's something that we can worship. That's something that we can lock onto. Well, of course, as you know, that's been extruded into the He being mostly predominantly Caucasian and white hair and sitting up somewhere and mostly angry with a stick in his hand. Now, come on, you know that image that I'm talking about. Whether you subscribe to it or not, you kind of know what I'm talking about. And I'm not going down that rabbit hole of that discussion, but I just want you to get the context that we're talking primarily about a supreme energy. Think of Almighty God not as a person. Think of the infinite as an energy, an ever-present, always-available energy. In some churches today, they will address Mother, Father, God. Now, that might land as a bit of a shock to some, but think about this. Autistic people, especially those that are less in touch with the physical world and more in touch with the realm beyond, will often refer to God in a feminine context. And then let's just apply some common sense to this. I mean, do you think that God, ultimate source, would create male and female and create the law of polarity as one of the foundational spiritual laws of the universe? That there are two sides to everything. There can't be hot without cold. There can't be dark without light. And there can't be you and me without man and woman. Do you think that this energy, this God, would create all of that and then abandon the female presence, the female energy, the female part, and only call himself he? <laughs> you see where I'm going, right? So I want, I'm going to bring this back to the verse in a second, but I just wanted to lay the landscape of how I'm looking at this, and it will make this even more vibrant and alive. So stay with me here. So the Abrahamic Lord, he, God, could also be viewed as an omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient energy. What does that mean? All-powerful, always-present, and all-knowing, and also all-loving. I have this meditation I'm going to share with you guys very soon. As soon as I get it recorded, I'm going to make it available because it is the most amazing meditation to take yourself into the realm of unconditional love. That's the realm of the divine. It's a love that you cannot describe in human terms. People who have encountered near-death experiences talk about leaving their body and basically floating into this unconditional, unbelievable, undescribable love that simply cannot be eloquated in human language. So circling back to our verse now, let's look at it in this context, that this always-present, all-loving, all-powerful, all-knowing energy who loves you more than you could ever, ever imagine and so respects your journey here on this earth school, says, trust in me with all your heart. That's your whole being. That's with everything. What happens if you have no heart? What happens if your heart stops beating? Yeah, trust in me with all your heartbeat, with your whole life, with the essence of your life. And do not lean on your own understanding. What is that? That's the conscious mind. Oh, yeah, that thing. All 70,000 thoughts per day. And this ever-present, all-knowing, all-loving energy says don't rely on it. 
But we do, don't we? It drives everything. And we don't listen to the intuitive voice. We don't listen to that still small voice that this amazing, wonderful, beautiful presence is trying to give us the path and show us the way, but we won't listen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. From the wisest man in the world, by the way. In all your ways, acknowledge him. I have this little muscle testing technique that I've been working with the people in the coaching program to show them how to do this. And when I thought of this verse, I thought, oh, wow, that's it. That's the muscle testing technique. If you if you want to use that, you can use just listening to intuitive voices, etc. But it says in all your ways, everything you do, acknowledge him, i.e., ask for guidance, ask for clarity, ask to know the right path. And then it says, he will make your path straight. And I have to tell you that after living for so long, not like this, and making this shift and living this way, the more I lean into this intuitive communication, the more things go well. Trusting it even in the blind times, even when it looks like it might not be the right thing according to the conscious mind, but just going there anyway, that's what I'm doing right now. It doesn't make sense to me that I'm not doing some other kind of job, but the intuitive prompt has said to focus on this with everything I've got. And look, I'm laying it out there on the line. I probably shouldn't even be talking about it, but that's what I'm doing. Literally focusing on everything that I've really wanted to do all my life. So in that context, I went on a hike the other day, and I knew that there was some pent-up stuff around this very area. I knew something was off, but I didn't know exactly what. So as I started walking, my typical pattern is to just invite the intuitive voice to come up. I also invite my conscious mind to just be still and listen. So it's almost like the me is this moderator or mediator, if you will, between these two voices that we always have going on. Conscious mind rattling away 70,000 times a day. Intuitive voice whispering if we can hear it. So I just invite my conscious mind to be still enough so that the intuitive voice has a louder platform. And what was said very clearly was to do this other clearing technique. I've got a couple of clearing techniques. We've been doing them in the coaching because it's something that you really have to do one-on-one. -on -one. And this one, you really have to do one-on-one. -on -one. But it became clear that that was what I was supposed to work through on this hike. So I got into it, and I discovered that there was this really dark energy around this particular area of basically financial breakthrough. And I traced it back through the process and discovered that the energy was connected to, <laughs> those of you who have listened for a long time know, mom. And this wasn't to make her wrong. That was very clear. It was to honor her, but basically to cut that cord and remove that energy and clear that block. But the energy was really dark and sticky and ugly. So I knew I had a challenge on my hands. Now, if you remember from Podcast 121, setting up the Eureka Springs trip, Rhonda and I drew cards, very first thing, drew some angel cards before we ventured into town. The one I got was Ascended Masters, basically saying that these ascended beings are there to help us on our journey. So I just remembered that, and I invited any sacred masters who would come to my side during this time and help me with this transition of lifting this energy. And this is a long walk, so I just then I just kind of got into the walk and started feeling what I felt. There may be other ways of doing this, but this is what works for me. And all of a sudden, I felt a really strong presence of love. And one of the other things that I've been exploring and connecting to is a 
different perspective for me of who Jesus is. Again, longtime listeners know, had to kind of get rid of the old perspective because it just didn't fit the mold. It didn't work anymore. But know that there is something wonderful and beautiful there that just for me, I have to work through. You know, I've got to work through it, and I am, and I'm setting those intentions. And one of the one of my intentions of late has been to reconnect with Jesus in a different way, in a new way, in a, a more pure way. And that was the presence that I felt on that trail. And it was so loving and so accepting and so forgiving. I'll tell you, it was beautiful. There's one other ascended master presence that I felt very clearly on that hike that I won't go into, but just to say that there were two that showed up. And then I invited archangels. I figure, man, I'm going to bring in the A-team for this one. I wanted to deal with it and deal with it, but for good. So I invited Archangel Michael and any others who would come along and help out with the process. And I felt that Archangel Raphael was probably not that far away. And then you remember in previous podcasts, me talking about Aragon, guardian angel. Man, by now I was tripping down this trail feeling pretty good. I'm like, man, look what I got on my back. This is going to be good. <laughs> I was feeling I was feeling right straight, man. That was cool. And then before we launched into the rest of the process, I thought, man, with this this A team that's around me, I'm going to just throw one other log on the fire and ask for a sign. Something that would be abnormal, but very pointed to me that I would get it. And then I thought for another second you know, it's fall in the mountains and the bears are starting to come down. They come down to eat berries at a lower elevation. So I just thought, okay, intersect a bear with my path. Make it a harmless encounter, but a bear would just go across my path. So I put that out as the intention. Could it happen? Yes. Was it likely to happen? No. So we went through the clearing process, definitely felt the energy lift, went through the replacing process, brought in some new stuff. Wow, did that ever work? Yes, it did, and I knew that it did. So then I as I was now I had gone down and had turned around and was coming back home, and I asked this presence of eighteen players if they would just stay with me for the rest of the hike. I thought, man, this is so cool. And felt that they did, and I was basically just resting in the presence of this amazing thing that had just happened. Now, this trail is a heavily populated trail mostly flat, goes along the Rio Grande River, and there are two places along the way where you can take this little gravel diversion. It's just basically a loop. They go to different bridges that cross the river is what they are. Each one is a couple of hundred yards long, maybe. So I took the gravel diversion, got a little closer to the river, and as I was just coming around this corner and up, guess what comes through the trees? It was a bear. <laughs> it was by itself. It was medium to large size, definitely an adult, not a cub. It was coming from my left to my right. It stopped right in the trail just for a 1001. Boom, just like that. It turned, it looked right at me, and then it just kept on going down into the woods by the water. That thing was so stealthy that I went up, to, I tiptoed up to the woods because it was obvious that where the bear was headed, it was not a threat. It was not interested in me. So I thought if I could get a picture from behind, I could not see that thing. And I mean, I was right there. I had to dig my camera out of my, my fanny pack. But I uh, once I got that and got up there, gone. And you know, I've been on over a half a dozen hikes since then. And how many bears have I seen? Zero. So with this A-team on my shoulder, you know, it's like 
every time you experience a piece of growth in this walk, your trust in it keeps going up and up and up. And I think of the growth that I've had here in just the almost two years now that I've been in Aspen, where even when I moved here, I was, I was in tune with this for sure, and I was growing in the journey for sure, but I was still heavily dominated by the conscious mind. I had that little story of where I was on the chairlift getting ready to reach into my pocket to grab my cell phone out and heard an intuitive voice, don't. But I did anyway, because I was not trusting the Lord with all my heart. I was still leaning on my own understanding. So I reached in there and grabbed that phone anyway. No, I didn't drop the phone, but I dropped the ski glove in some really gnarly terrain that was way above my capabilities. So I had to figure that one out to get my glove back. (laughs) But I certainly learned a lesson. And do you think that when I saw that bear come out from those trees that I was on a whole different plane again, and everything that had happened in Eureka Springs. And then, the following week, I find this website builder, and I can't do what I want to do without good websites. And now, I have the ability to to do it, and to do it quickly. Move on to the next thing. So that's going to be a game changer. You'll be hearing about it as we roll things out in the future, for sure. But is that not just a totally cool and amazing full package of how this stuff works? And it does work. It's the laws of the universe. So again, let me leave you with this. Trust in God who speaks through your intuition and do it with all your heart. Everything you've got that is your life. Do not lean on your own understanding. In everything you do, Seek intuitive guidance, and you will be in touch with the source that created the universe who will be guiding your path. Any questions? Enjoy that journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thank you for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.